0: middle matter. I will say what has changed in this world is that somehow in the elements of the things that the social justice left advocate, we move backwards because this came out in the 90s. I believe definitely when it comes to this racism bullshit and all of that, we were over that. It's not to say that there weren't racist aspects. It was not to say that there weren't racist people. It was not to say that there weren't these motherfuckers that were focusing, hyper emphasizing uh, all of this other bullshit. But for the most part, we were over it. The '90s was like peak American living because we were over that. We didn't give a shit about a lot of us that came up. No matter where we were from, did not really give a shit about that stuff. Like we didn't, we didn't care. We didn't care. Like uh, you look at like the media. Why it was so much better because it was able to be basically consumed by anybody, right? You had uh, uh, casts that were all fucking black uh, that were that were loved by people that were the, of different races, be it in the Martins of the world, be it in the, uh, 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 like uh, Press Press or Bel Air, uh, be it in, in, in all these, uh, hell, all the evening the UPN stuff. That was all awesome. But then you also had like fucking Married with Children and, and Seinfeld, which had more basically exclusively, almost exclusively white cast, but they were liked by everybody. We were already over this. We were already well over this. Even in media that was Uh, for us, like, uh, for the younger people, which, you know, older people had, um, you know, uh, you had the wins and everything it was that they were doing, and we had as the younger people, like, all that, which already had, like, mixed race, uh, 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 talents, and, and it was funny as fuck, like, we didn't care, we were over that hump, the racism shit, we were over that hump, and it was loved by everybody. Middle MAGA. And then we move backwards. And now, somehow, we have all of this hyper-emphasizing of sexuality, race, and, and you think we went back to the fucking stone ages, man. So I would say that's how the world changed, but it's because of folks doing shit like this. It was artificial. So if you really wanted to make good work that everybody could because this is a layup, it's the X-Men, but that everybody could consume, you literally repeat the model of what, you wouldn't try to change it to suit it for today's audience, which all it means that we're gonna hyper emphasize, so just as it.
1: What is good? I go by Osiris, this is Middle Maga. We do this live every Tuesdays, 2 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for joining, it's been a long time, it feels like that, but I think I got a cadence here that I like, I don't go live every night so you don't have to hear my tired sleepy ass falling asleep on behind the mic. And y'all still support, thank you. O.L. Joe, Alley 4 join the Discord. I like that, appreciate you, seeing you on the Discord. Uh, We got chats on there. We talk about news stories, breaking stories. I'm going to try to play some voicemails from there if people leave voicemails on any type of topic. Today, uh, I've got two major topics and then a lot of other topics to just rattle through. Uh, Right now, you can see the headline. The title is the immigration bill. I'm not going to break down the whole bill. Just talk about that one section because I'm looking at the whole bill and the bill isn't It hasn't passed, so let's not get too carried away. I don't think it's even been brought up in the house. I have to follow where that is now. But uh, Mike Johnson pretty much smacked it down. And that's because of the pressure from the grassroots. That's the only reason that that stuff is happening. Because the people who are engaged are loud. And even though you're echo chambered and we're all yelling to each other in the void of online, we're not really reaching normies it's still powerful it's still something that those are the people who create the energy that that kind of move and shift the vote so that that's that bad, that bill's dead on arrival it's done mitch mcconnell's already thrown it under the bus how about that mr senator lankford <laughs> mitch mcconnell tapped senator lankford to negotiate this bill along with kirsten cinema and all the rest of the the phony corporate uh republicans or politicians in general and then the bill fell out nobody likes the bill and mitch mcconnell threw lankford under the bus it took him about two seconds <laughs> how's how's about that how you like them apples you can say a lot about mitch mcconnell he's not a he's a great politician as far as playing those dirty games but i want to talk about a specific part the bill to me was just about sending money to Israel and Ukraine, and then this specific part right here is the, what I'm getting from this bill. It's about 300 some pages. I have not fully analyzed it. I've read what people are saying about it, but I gotta absorb it myself. This part about the bill that I'm gonna talk about, stripping the states of judicial power, <laughs> wow. This is this is, this is is moving stuff along. Look at the verbiage on this. I'll play a clip from TimCast. After that, believe it or not, the Grammys was lit. I didn't watch the Grammys. The Grammys, at least the clips that I saw, I, I have. N- When's the last time I said that I would actually want to watch the Grammys? It has to be pre twenty nineteen for sure, pre- definitely pre twenty twenty. There were some good clips from the Grammys, and I might try to. I, I hate that I don't know what the copyright stuff is like, so I might might not play like ten seconds of a clip of some of these things, but. It's funny how they gatekeep that, even though this is fair use, and I'm actually giving them props on it, so why would you want to uh, kind of gatekeep that? But that's how it works. Taco said Mitch actually doing something useful. No, nah, he's, he, I mean, he does, uh, yes, he is, Taco, but in a self-serving way. So he doesn't get the blame. The blame really should be on Mitch for this bill. Mitch tapped them to negotiate it. So now the fallout came. It didn't work out. Now Mitch is just like, you know, you've seen that in New York on the subway, unfortunately, there've been a lot of these pushing people randomly onto the train tracks and, and Mitch just kind of was just like, pushed, just ran up to Langford to push them under the train tracks, uh, the subway tracks for him to take that ill, that L and the ill. George Lott, what's up? There should be the Grammys just for libertarians. Let's freaking go. Yeah, did you see Josh Smith on with Tim Cass yesterday? Uh, Josh Smith is going to be on, I think, this Thursday with Stephen Ignoramus as well. Um, I might holler him. Uh, he's great. Um, he's open. Uh, just chatted with him very briefly online. want support, to support him. He just needs to get more name recognition, and that's kind of our role is to help him get his name out. I think he's the strongest of the libertarians. I think he's the strongest of the ones that I'm aware of. Uh, there was a debate. Uh, the audio was bad. What's what's going on with the, the audio? Is hard to manage on those things, but I'm a little disappointed at the the audio there. But every time I see the libertarian debate, it's like bootleg. Boot, you know they gotta they gotta step that up so you can have clips go viral and stuff like that. The audio's got to be right. I'm speaking about that when I got a furnace in the background and all you you hear white noise in the background here. Let's start out with a clip from Tim Cast. Uh, Yesterday, Josh Smith, Libertarian candidate for president, was on with Tim Cass, and he's gotten better as he, this is his third time, I think, being on there. And for some reason, people criticize him the first time. I mean, you can criticize whoever you want, but I don't think the criticism was justified. And he now has gone on there three times, I believe, and he's gotten better every time. And this is why, Tim, you talk about why is Tim important? Tim is... Tim is giving a platform, the same platform he gave to um, Steve Bannon, the same platform he gave to Don Jr. and Vivek. How can you not respect Tim Pool for this? He gives Kerry Lake, he gives the biggest of the biggest. He would have anybody on there. The leftists just don't go. Cenk Uygur went on there, anybody, all the way up to Donald Trump, to Joshua Smith running for president, he gives them a platform. I mean, how can you not at least, you don't have to agree with Tim, but damn, I mean, give the dude some credit. Who else is doing that? Joe Rogan does it. I mean, he does to a certain extent, but I haven't seen him have Josh Smith on. He has Dave Smith, but nobody does what Tim does. Nobody. Matt Gates to Josh Smith to Marion Williamson. Uh, much respect to Tim and the crew. Uh, that, there's no one at that level that has more integrity, in my opinion, than Tim Pool. And that's shown by his work but let's take a look at this clip i found this fascinating here they had a great discussion on it i was gonna you know put up the pdf but i'm like today i'm gonna actually play some clips from other shows right left to center i'm gonna play uh clips from nico house from different different people that i watch
2: 50 of the bill it says let me pod
1: this up i got my volume down and we'll hear we're picking it up right in the middle they're talking about the Uh, What are they calling the immigration bill again? I don't even know what their their border bill. It's always a lie, whatever they call it.
0: Let's destroy New York City. Let me
2: let me read this. This is page one fifty of the bill. It says judicial review, notwithstanding any other provision of this act, judicial review of any decision or action in this section shall be governed only by the United States District Court for the District of Columbia, which shall have sole and original jurisdiction to hear challenges, whether constitutional or otherwise, to the validity of this section or any written policy directive written policy guideline, procedure, or implementation thereof issued by or under the authority of the secretary to implement this section. Long story short, you guys want to know what this bill is? That, it's it's a tr- corporate. It's trying to corporatize the American government by giving diplomatic control to the federals. It's they're not they're the it's trying sport. to make sure that Donald Trump will have no power to do anything about the border if he becomes president. They said constitutional or otherwise, meaning we're gonna do it, whether it's no constitutional or not, yeah. if we sign this bill. Well, and it's, I mean, I, listen, I'm not a lawyer. Is, Let me
1: stop it, because they're going fast, and and when I'm listening to these podcasts, sometimes they go too fast for me. D- comic Dave Smith had a great interaction with, uh, it was a great, it was a great discussion. It captivating every single second. Doc, comic Dave Smith and RFKJ, and, R. F. K. J. actually came out looking good in that to me. Don't agree with him. I think his takes were wrong, but he was authentic in that discussion. And it, but I bring it up because it was so fast. I, I couldn't. I mean, they're referencing all these different things. I'm like, what does that mean? What year was that? And um, it doesn't change my overall take. But I want to stop to say what we what we just heard here. Uh, so I have notes on it. So what we heard here in this new immigration bill, it grants the US District Court of DC exclusive jurisdiction over any challenges to the law. What that means is instead of local federal courts in border states like Texas or or, um, any other state basically, handling these, you know, Arizona, all of them, handling the cases, all legal challenges would be centralized to the D.C. court. Uh, I I didn't even know you could do this. (laughs) They're, they're, They're doing things I didn't even know you could put on paper and they've got it there. So when I look at the bill, there's nothing in the bill. The bill has all kinds of nonsense in there. There's nothing in the bill immigration wise more important than that. They're taking, come here taking the jurisdiction, the, dur- the jurisdictional power over the local areas. It would have to bubble up to the Supreme Court anyway, but they want to have the power. It is striking. It is, that is the story of the bill that I've seen. Let me know if, you've heard, if you heard anything, look through the bill, anything more important than that, more significant than that. And it's something that always pops off. That I want to hear Robert Barnes take on it. Robert Barnes is one is my favorite lawyer to listen to and Viva too. But Barnes is he just breaks things down, in and he so he does it fast, but in a way that you can absorb it. I just I just have so much respect for uh, Robert Viva and Barnes. I want to hear what his take is on this. I have to look this up. Is that constitutional? Is that is there precedent for that? I had no idea that congress could write a bill to take the jurisdictional power away from the states can they do that on anything can they do that on everything could they just say you know what everything bubbles to dc and we might let you peons hear it if we don't have the docket space for it i don't what's the limitations of this thing Man, yes, and then Taco pulled out, and then Ian's going to talk about this here, constitutional or otherwise. Let's listen to this. Even Tim was like, "Damn, that's why it's good to have people like Ian on the show." I, I'm a big Ian Crossland fan. I think he's excellent. Uh, he's doing his own show now, which is excellent. But listen to this.
2: Uh, let's let, okay. let, let, shout out because really, really quick, let's let's read that again. It literally says whether constitutional or otherwise. Yes, yes. <laughs>
3: what? Now I'm, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not you know super versed in legalese, but I'm i, not I, a I lawyer will say either. that sounds to me like we're you know giving full reign to. DC to make well we're not well at the Somebody's thing too though to. is
4: DC already
0: has full reign over a lot of stuff like we already know that Biden didn't need a border bill to do anything no. he signed all of this open border nonsense into executive orders and various actions but none
1: of that's unconstitutional though I don't think any of the, what Biden didn't do he doesn't have to exert his power so he is playing games saying <laughs> they, they, they've done such a good job with it because you even heard, uh, Tim did a segment on this. Uh, It was Al Sharpton calling it an invasion. And then now they're blaming the Republicans. It's just politics saying that, oh, it's an invasion that Biden wants to handle, (laughs) but the, the mean old Republicans, who I'm not a Republican fan, but you know that incorporates MAGA, the mean old, and Trump, Trump is the one outspoken about being against this bill. The mean old MAGA, MAGATs, they don't want this bill to go through, so they're playing political games. No, no, he Biden has the power to exert and stop. And you can see that by him going against Texas at the border, That's, so it's just obvious. Not only is he not using his power, he's actively taking it to the courts to stop Texas from trying to secure the border. Old Joe doing a deadlift while listening. I gotta get, I gotta get, well, actually I did get, I did get, I did get a little workout in. I like to do at least a little something. So I went, I did a little warm up, abs, and three sets of a bench of a different type of bench presses. That's it. But it's better than nothing. So I just got in and out there not too long. Steve Johnson, let's go. It's been a minute, bro. How you doing? I believe you had the little girl. How's your little girl doing? How Probably months old now by the time. Last time we talked to probably what? Four or five? six months old no not six months probably like three to four months old i think you had a little girl steve johnson great for the show haven't chatted in a minute taco says uh, uh, a lot of respect for sir taco taco i played that uh voicemail from taco on the discord taco has a lot of respect but I, I respect taco a lot says this doesn't sound constitutional at all the hell happened to separation of powers i have to look into this i don't know i have to really have to dig into it I'm in a place where I don't know what's constitutional or not anymore. Can you put in a bill? what did that what did they mean by constitutional or otherwise? I mean the the agreement of all 50 states is the legislation that Congress passes is assumed to be constitutional. I guess that's an assumption that should no longer be made. It's assumed that at least Congress believes it's constitutional. If, if, see, if we're not going to separate or impeach or expel, then they can. I mean, what's going to stop them from? There's no, there's no recourse other than secession, expulsion, and those type of drastic measures. If Congress, they could flat out. Joe Biden knew that trying to force a needle in people's shoulders based on the OSHA rules of workforce environment that's supposed to be like wearing a hard hat at work, trying to go that way. He knew it wasn't constitutional, but it doesn't matter. If you're not going to impeach him, it doesn't it doesn't matter. And I'm not for impeaching them because we're so divided. But you see where the checks and balances when they fall, everything tips over. Steve Johnson says, my little girl is well. She just won. T- what? <laughs> dang has it been that long i believe you were on the live when like right when she after she was born damn time goes by fast damn but that's great to hear she just turned one adeline that's a beautiful name my wife and i when we had our kids we we both picked names that we liked and then when we went on walks she would say this name and then that name and so we settled in on brendan and taryn two boys thanks as always osiris uh, good to hear, man. That's great. That's great. Steve Johnson says, sounds like it would be impossible for this to stand scrutiny. The Constitution is the law, is the of the land. If it's not constitutional, it's not lawful. But then now we, it, it, it hasn't passed, but it's just crazy what they're putting in this stuff. I will say I am grateful for the internet, even X, even though I have problems there, I mean, without, where would we be without the internet, without X? There would be no stopping this. We'd be going back to the days where they called it a border bill. We all believed it's a border bill. And I mean, most of us, and we just carried on with our day as they slowly eroded our rights. If we had X back when the Patriot Act came out, it wouldn't have came down like that. Maybe they would have got something through, but not like how they did. All that stuff that happened in the past never would have happened going forward and i'm going to talk about this this attempt from the government to take power from the local you know when you go to the federal courts of texas or arizona i i believe that the border crisis is real now i believe it is completely real And i think greg abbott is actually against joe biden i don't think it's an op this isn't looking this isn't playing out like an op i i you could say maybe abbott's doing this to force the federal government to start doing more draconian laws but i don't think so i think this is a real deal we are we are in two serious waters right now and i guess it doesn't matter if it's an op or not just like it doesn't matter if j6 is an op or not there are real people who got really imprisoned that's not an op they got locked up they spent hundreds of thousands on lawyers and that exact same scenario could happen in texas and I think for Texas, I can't speak for Texans. You're going to have to speak for your own people. I'm in Colorado, so I got my own problems. Oh, my, what they're doing in Colorado. They, they, they're trying to flex this Democrat majority, supermajority they have. But I, I think you've got to analyze Greg Abbott as a leader, whether you rock and roll with him or not. You've got to assume this thing is real. It's too close to it, to it uh, Florida sending state guard down texas state guard not national because of the the national joe biden does the thanos uh we talked about that with Stephen ignoramus yesterday if joe biden does the thanos and says you're mine now you've got a serious problem with men with guns and i don't I, i want to make sure you've got to be on peace down there and that bill right there that attempt at that bill it tells you everything you know to me that says it's real i think it's absolutely real taco says to everyone saying Biden should be impeached I have two words y'all should take into consideration president Harris she would do the exact same Biden thing Biden would do and I think she would be more aloof than Biden I think she'd be even worse more aloof than Joe Biden but uh, I I mean you want the old guy to run if you can't beat Biden then you can't beat anybody I was talking to I was just talking with a couple people who are Nikki Haley supporters and then after this, I'll get to the Grammys. I really like the clips I saw from the Glammy, Grammys, man. I don't know if they were still doing the woke stuff. Anybody watch the Grammys? I don't know if they're still doing the woke stuff throughout the broadcast. It got rubbed me so wrong the wrong way. And the music that I heard from the Grammys was actually music that brings people together. I don't think that's what they really want. Maybe it will increase their viewership, but nobody cares about viewership anymore. It doesn't seem like companies care about money. They just care about if you bend the knee or not but I, I had this conversation with people on x and I, I was just telling people about conversations i had and nikki haley a lot of people don't understand uh, actually i actually have breaking news from tucker carlson i'll go um i'm monitoring twitter now while i'm on the show because me and iggy were really pissed off that there were jewish people who had found <laughs> jewish people in new york who we talked about the titles found crawling out of sewer gates, and we were doing a live and didn't know about it so we're now monitoring the twitter as we're going so i'm gonna actually go i'll talk about nikki haley then i'll do this it looks like just breaking news here but people don't understand that nikki haley has sway with people nikki haley has sway with a certain demographic of people and uh, there's nothing wrong with that if you like that you do but this is what I was talking about I've talked to many quite a few Nikki Haley supporters Democrats and Republicans but I'm really talking about more Republicans here the Nikki Haley supporters in real life they're typically well off never Trumpers who just want the Bush GOP back that's what they want they're the type who would agree that this border bill because it's called a border bill is a good idea they would agree with the money to Israel Ukraine all that I've never talked though to a Joe Biden supporter not not one I've talked to people who voted for him in 2020 but I've never talked to anyone who says yeah I voted for him I'm proud of it now I I still would vote for him." I haven't I'm not trying to say that to even dis or I just never talked to anybody it doesn't matter race party Create anything. It's just a weird thing. So it'd be really see it'd be really interesting to see what happens with this 2024 election. But what they don't understand what's happening in our country. It, it, they, here's, here's my kind of takeaway with that. It's a small sample size, I say about 15, 20 people. Uh, they don't know DeSantis well. They they know of DeSantis, they kind of think he's Trump-like. They don't know him much. They, I, for whatever reason, they feel comfortable with Nikki Haley. I don't know why that is. I don't know. I don't think Nikki Haley's got more press than him, but maybe she has. She's on Saturday Night Live. Maybe she has got a bit better, bigger name recognition uh, than Ron DeSantis. But they, they don't see Ron DeSantis as a path back to the Bush era of the GOP. And they also love Liz Cheney. These, this, these are the type of people we're talking about. Here, who are Nikki Haley fans, and I think the thing about them is, I think they will come to vote for Trump when it when push comes to shove. The Desantis people, even the ones I've talked to in real life that say they'll vote for Trump, when I look at them in their eyes, I don't see it. They, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying that you should vote for Trump or not, but I don't think they're going to vote for Trump. I think they're going to leave that blank, or some of them might vote for Biden. But uh, let's look at this uh, news here. Colin Rugg, who is one of my favorite sources, I just saw that he had um, come up with, something came up with uh, Tucker. Let's go take a look and see. Colin Rugg, just in. This is breaking news. Was not planned to discuss this on the live today. Let's do it live. No prep. Just in, Tucker Carlson says the Biden administration illegally spied on him we we knew whoa whoa maybe that is new i don't know we we knew about the nsa stuff before but let's see what's going on here and says he is interviewing putin so this is the first time i've seen confirmation from tucker because the media is lying to the american people about what's really going on what tucker is doing in russia right now interviewing what's up richard appreciate you as always richard has different points of view but it's been respectful. I really like that. It's really important to the channel, Richard, to, to test everyone. I wanna be tested. But, so that he's in, Tucker's in Russia, if you don't know, and it looks like confirmation. I'm gonna play a clip here. This is courage. I, I would not be surprised to hear FBI knocks on Tucker's offices, doors. That's what I would expect here. If this, if we were in a direct war with Russia, they probably would lock tucker up tucker would be locked up i think or worse and we're that close to it i mean we're just doing a proxy war so i think tucker carlson's kind of taking advantage of oh you really want to go to war with russia but you haven't cuz if 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 we are if, if congress approved war with russia and tucker went over to talk to putin that could be i don't i'm not a lawyer but we're getting into you could accuse somebody of sedition treason, all that kind of stuff believe it or not when when war comes they got extra superpowers that's a super boost for the government uh english-speaking countries think that nothing nothing has really changed and they think that because no one has told them the truth their media outlets are corrupt the media outlets still have power though that's what i'm i'm learning the red sermon from joe biden that worked in the midterms, there was no rebuke of that. It actually worked. They are, that's why they changed on immigration. They use algorithms and polling to find out where people really are at. They found out immigration, we're getting our asses handed to us. It's gonna be too much voter fraud for us to make that up in 2024, or we don't wanna have to do as much. Flip the script, immigration is a crisis, blame the GOP. They do have influence. Three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages. Okay, so he is talking about the same stuff. And then leaked the content to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning last month. We're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again, but this time we came to Moscow anyway. (laughs) Man, things are getting hot, heated out here, man. This is Tucker versus the Biden administration. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, I have problems with Tucker on a little bit, but nobody's perfect. I think this is real. I don't see this as an op. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here, don't ask Nick Fuentes that or Stephen Nagan-Ramus. <laughs> Stephen would be very disappointed in you, Tucker. We are here because we love the United States and we want it to remain prosperous and free we paid for this trip ourselves they're afraid of information they can't control but you have no reason to be afraid of it you should know as much as you can and then think like a free citizen and not a slave you you hear that killer mike (laughs) killer mike was asked by bill maher well who do you want to vote for do will you support biden and killer mike was like oh i'm not. you're not gonna get me in trouble my nigga." That means you're a slave, my nigga. You can decide for yourself. Colin Rugg says legendary.
4: Let's hear from Tucker Carlson himself. They are history altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed, and they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers, and they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they've done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the US enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand, Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House, but they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again, but this time we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States. We want to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group, nor are we charging people to see the interview. It is not behind a paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, TuckerCarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. But you have no reason to be afraid of it. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, you can decide for yourself. Thanks.
0: Whoa, man,
1: this is big news. So I went to the Tucker Carlson website. And when you go to the website, because I was like, I heard him say that it's on tuckercarlson.com. I went right there right away and good idea. He's like, I'm going to do it on X, but first come through my website. How about hollering me at my website? It's going to be free on the website. So I put in my email there so I can get an alert when the interview drops such good i'm learning from these guys this marketing don't just drop it on x it will be on x first it'll be on the website first i'm not going to put it on the website right away because i need to cultivate i need to get email addresses that's the currency in this business sign up for the email i'll release the, the interview soon you'll get the email when the interview releases then eventually it'll be on x i just signed up and why haven't i signed up to tucker before for an email Great stuff. Let's look at the chat for Richard. Richard has a good question here. Richard says, I'm torn on this. Would you have supported a primetime interview of Osama bin Laden after 9-11 on why it was okay? Absolutely. Uh, But it's not apples to apples. There is no Putin equivalent to 9-11, but let's just say hypothetically there was. Absolutely. I I don't trust my own government, so I wanna hear from all governments. Israel, I don't care. I have no problem with Benjamin and Yahoo doing interviews and stuff like that. I wanna hear from Hamas. I wanna hear from all of them. On my video, I have, um, I forgot the name of the um, Lebanon leader. Uh, on my website, I got the transcript of his, his speech. I wanna hear from everybody. Like Tucker said in there, you shouldn't be afraid of ideas. I'm not afraid of ideas. I'm not afraid. People, I, I talked with Noah, about marxism and socialism and he's really you notice i haven't used those terms as much communism marxism and if i do it i just make sure i'm saying cultural i i'm not afraid of ideas Talked with him enjoy the conversation we're going to do more maga versus marxism but my answer richard is i am not torn at all we we must hear from everyone i want to hear from everyone doesn't mean yeah richard do you agree cool now that's you know people were doing the tiktoks where they were reading the was it the Osama bin Laden kind of manifesto on after 9/11 and I'm fine with that you can have whatever opinion you want read it and take take what you want from it old joe says Osiris would you be prepared to interview the leader of Hamas and air it? I would watch it no I wouldn't because that's um that's getting into let's say you didn't have any cia concerns or anything like that absolutely i'm not prepared now but yeah i would do that and i would set that up in a heartbeat but see what tucker's doing is putting his life in danger that's how big this is there is no operation angle to me where tucker interviews putin and it's really what the cabal wants i i don't see it uh and i i can't wait to see this interview because this is gonna be if you haven't heard putin's speeches i mean the dude the 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 first thing that comes to mind when, and obviously I don't know Russian, so I'm doing it based on the translations, trusting that those are accurate, is how eloquent he is. And you, and the first thing you think of is how terrible Joe Biden is, as far as a communicator at this point in his career. Putin, I mean, he's speaking as if he's written it in, not Shakespeare, but in some type of, like, old English style that resonates in almost like a 1776 like the the way that they you know the Declaration of Independence and those type of things were created in in that type of verbiage is is what it comes across it's unbelievable as a speaker and I think there's a lot of propaganda coming from that Putin is not an ally of mine. Russia and Putin are not an ally of mine but my take is neither is Israel. I like the China plan. We got a bunch of friends or people we're kinda cool with or we're not cool with, but there's no war and we do business. That's my geopolitical philosophy, what China has. When's the last time you heard a Muslim yell, unlive to China, unlive to China. I've never even heard it. Maybe it has happened, somebody, I've never heard that. Cause they don't care about China like that. And China looks at them as Birkenstock wearing sand people. They look down at them in the most racist, I can't even, I'm not, I gotta get my racist game up. I don't even know how to describe it. They look at them as ish in in the streets, Birkenstock sandals wearing, cave in the mountain sand people. That's how China from their government looks at, in my opinion, Iran and Saudi Arabia, they all look at, and Israel, they all look at them as sand people. But they have no hate for them why because china doesn't do anything but do you need help with your infrastructure they don't come in with beef why the only reason you come in with beef and money is to skim it off the top it's so bad in ukraine the cia i was reading the article and the cia was basically intimating that the cia was like damn could you guys stop stealing so much it's becoming too obvious Jason Bracy says, "Middle Maga, do you know who you would like? <laughs> I can't do these with you, man. Is that a is that a typo or I can't? I don't know, man. I can't do it. With do you know? Let me just say, what it's like you would like to see interview Hamas. i moving along. <laughs> Adventurous guide to the galaxy. China looked at them sideways for sure." but they're trying to expand to get money one way or another. Oh, typo, okay, it was an honest typo, okay. I just, see, I didn't know, is that how you spell it? I don't even know the different um, slurs and stuff. Uh, Yeah, so, Jason, that's, that's one hell of a typo, bro. You go get me, see. that's what hell of a typo, bro. That's a typo, that's a, full, is that a, a Freudian slip? No, no, you you good, man. You good. I'm just I'm just kind of having fun with it. I didn't read it, so I just I I thought it was like so. Jason Bracy says, Middle Maga. Do you know who you would like to see interview? Hamas, Al Qaeda, etc. Uh, Kim Iverson, uh, Kim Iverson, Nico House, uh, Craig Pasta, uh, Fiorella, Isabel um, Isabel, um, Isabel. Who else? Uh, Jimmy Dore. Uh, Glenn Greenwald, uh, Steve Bannon, Tim Pool—it's a lot of people I would like to see. But n- number one on my list would probably be the kind of like the Revolutionary Blackout Network style people. They're the best on Israel. Well, Kim Iverson would be my number one. Kim Iverson is just—I—I I just absolutely adore and admire. Kim Iverson, uh, her show is just so buttoned up. She's so, She is so incredible. In a sane world, Kim Iverson would be the meet the press host. She would be the Rachel Maddow of MSNBC in a real serious world. She is unbelievable. She is one of the best streamers out there. And I would like to see her interview uh, the Hamas leaders, any one of them. Yeah, Kim Iverson is great. Go ahead. Or both said, try, glad he didn't try bigger that B is obviously, awfully close to the end, in the end. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a typo, Jason. That was a, that one was a close call. We crisis averted, crisis averted, especially on this show where, you know, we've, we've gone, I mean, not we, but I mean, me on the show, we've gone um, pretty hard on the Israel. I even clipped up this, uh, Tommy Sotomayor I'm going to play this as a little drop here for a little break for my voice I, I even clipped this up and I was like let's have the conversation Tommy, I hadn't listened to Tommy since he was on YouTube I forgot he even existed I saw I saw this clip and I was like oh yeah, that's that dude I used to watch and I think he's on Rumble I will be back Tommy, he did a live with Elijah Schaefer that was so good I'll go play a clip after this this is Tommy Sotomayor um, Sotomayor, and you know, I'm trying to use these things as kind of like promotional ads, stealing other people's rants and just representing kind of where my energy's at.
5: I'm sorry to not only the Jewish community, but to my family members. I'm sorry to not only the Jewish community, but to my family members.
6: Jews think they got that much damn gravitas to where I need to be reprogrammed and sit down with one of their motherfucking rabbis. Fuck you
5: and your rabbi. I'm sorry to not only the Jewish community but to my family.
0: Middle begun
7: to
6: fool. I gotta sit down and have this nigga I've never met program me bullshit. I don't know you. And then we sit down like kids listening to this motherfucking Lox and Bagel eating ass nigga tell us about his religion. And I'm supposed to just oh you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's a boss, it's a boss. I'm sorry, boss. Sorry I said something, boss. So I said I didn't really say anything, but I got too close. Sorry, boss. Sorry, boss. You wanna talk about white people? Jews wanna talk about what white people can do. White people don't have your black ass sitting down begging, y'all don't hear me. A man's
7: people would stop hold.
6: Fucking locks and bagel eating ass niggas. I don't know you, and I'm supposed to just put you right, you're right, you're right, you're right. When's the last time a white person had your black ass somewhere begging and asking for forgiveness? When the last time your ass had to learn something about Christopher Columbus? Had to learn something about Queen Elizabeth? When the last time your black ass had to learn something about Andrew Jackson? When the last time your black ass had to be forced to sit down by some white man to listen about his ass and his damn Christianity and his damn Catholicism? When the last time a white man was able to punk your black ass like that? Cause you said something about them. Cause you called them a Animal, cause you call them the devil, cause you call them anything. You want to sit up there and have Jews tell you about how bad Black people, white people are, but they the ones that got your ass crying and begging and shit. Who's your real master, Black folks? Who your real master?
5: I don't have uh, hate in my heart for the Jewish people uh, or anyone that identifies as a Jew. I'm not anti-Jewish or any of that. Um, and it's been difficult. Um, to sit at home with my family, um, with them seeing all of this and having questions. And, um, you know, the part that, that hasn't been hard is explaining myself because I know who I am and I know what I represent. Um, but I think the, the difficult aspect is just uh, processing all this, uh, and understanding the power of my voice, the influence I have. Um, I'm no one's idol, um, but I am a, a human being that wants to make impact and change. I'm sorry to not only the Jewish community but to my family members and to my relatives uh, because they know I stand for something bigger and I'm grateful now I get to explain
7: myself you did what you say, that is father because it is what you say what just what we need? you decided this what you say? What did you, say? you
6: got Jews telling you how bad whites are but whites don't have as much power as Jews Have you noticed they get mad when you make jokes about Jews being good with money? Why are they upset about being good with money? That makes no fucking sense. until you look at the context of it, that a lot of countries, they were kicked out because of how they handled money. What is the greatest trick that the devil played on man that he didn't exist? He's not real and the jewish supremacy they make sure they hide it in plain sight middle Maga. damn that rant was that was epic this
1: part of the song though this is hide and seek by what's the name of the group again it's um uh they they had a funny name imogen heap if i think that's how you pronounce it this has anybody sampled this this part is crazy right here I mean, that's the whole, I mean, it's not really a hook. It's the bridge, I guess, but this, this part is crazy. Somebody needs to sample this if they haven't. This is this should be a beat right here. That's crazy, man. You could even just use that as a hook for hip- That's That joint is right. That is dope. But i want to play the clip from slightly offensive elijah schaefer one of my favorite uh commentators and he had tommy sotomayor on right after i'd heard the clip what great timing
8: they're not into that stuff but anyway uh cj pearson is, is a huge representative he's on the right he's a big name and he said i couldn't care less about race but <laughs> in 14 days the youngest black legislator in America will be a maga republican. The democrat party destroyed the black community. Now it's time So
1: here's that fine line we're going to get into this topic of I'm going to play Kelly um Kelly and Conway or whatever. I, she said Trump should choose a person of color as her VP. So we're getting into the identitarian stuff with the uh she's she's definitely not maga but the Republicans
8: time for the black community to destroy the democrat party help us the finish line by chipping in today and he got a fox news article written obviously it's from prager they have an association here cj pearson hopes to make history by becoming the youngest black legislator in the country the 21 year old republican is running in a georgia
1: state house he should run as a democrat that's what he should do and i don't have any beef with C.J. pearson never had beef with him and there's a lot of people um Hotep, that might be why he blocked me. He's an identitarian. We're going to run beef with that. I don't care who you are. I have beef with people on the left about identitarianism, people who are libertarian, um, Maz Ture, uh Jeffrey Charles, Donnie, a lot of different people. It doesn't matter where you are when you start talking about this. This is the same kind of nonsense I talk about when Corey Bush says, I'm the black this, I'm the black that. It's the same nonsense.
8: Race. On February 13th, so we have a post here from a right-wing person. He's an upstanding gentleman. He's not hes not where he is because he's black, he claims. He even claims here, I couldn't care less about race. But, but. he then mentions black several times. Black, 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 Democrat, <laughs> Democrat, Democrat. Democrat. Uh, is the black skin, is black skin an inescapable part of a black person's experience in the west whether they claim to care about it or not are on the right or the left are in celebrity or not can a black person escape their identity of black skin and or is that really truly the number one identifying factor this is a real question guys i told you we'd get into the real shit tonight
1: they had real talk and Tom is going to give a real answer but notice that's separate from my concerns with cj pearson i didn't say that because obviously when you walk down the street you see what you don't know if what my politics are you see my skin color is pretty similar to tommy's skin color and you that's inescapable but i'm not going to be up here talking about i'm the first black this or black that it's just disgusting but let's hear tommy's response
8: tommy i want to know your thoughts
6: uh that is 100 true it is uh i've been black my whole life and i tell you i've been reminded by white people that i'm black and reminded by black people that i'm a deeper shade of black (laughs) uh most black people can't run from that i mean let's just say uh someone like you elijah if you didn't know you i would if i heard you talk i might say like you, you shocked me earlier like i don't know a lot of things i went on dave rubin's show and when i left dave rubin's show they said he was gay they said you didn't know dave rubin was gay and i said no I just thought he was white. And what I meant was that by I think a lot of these white guys are gay. So a lot of times when y'all tell me y'all are married, like when you said earlier, you said you was married. I was like, wow, I'm shocked. I thought he was one of those Hershey Highway guys. But I don't know. I can't tell. Y'all don't read y'all masculinity on your, on your shoulder like that. But what I'm saying is oh, if man. you were gay, I wouldn't know it unless you said it. But I couldn't I didn't have to say a word as I said here. Your entire audience would know I was black. Again, you could be Hispanic. A lot of people don't know Tony Romo is Hispanic. You could be a Jew. Wouldn't know. You'd have to ask. I had a coach and his name, uh, his we used to call him, um, I've gotten old, uh, was there. His real name was Kimbrowski. He said he was a Polish Jew and they changed their name uh, to escape, the family changed their name to escape persecution. Blacks couldn't change. I don't care if I change my name to to Charlie Smith. You still see that we couldn't change our name to integrate. There's a lot of things we can't do to integrate. Everyone else can. So, yes, it is the number one identifier of us. Whether you are a friend of us or a foe of us, you recognize us before anything else.
8: Well, and I, this is why I, I really can identify with the blacks. So first of all, I like how you thought Dave Rubin was a, a straight white guy. Uh, but <laughs> I always said, cause we used to work together. We were colleagues at my old network and I so said, it, I just
1: it, wanted to play a clip of that. Man, I just love the, it's just, isn't authentic conversation. So refreshing. That's what you just go to simple. It's, um, um, it's a uh, slightly offensive is the show. And Elijah Schaefer is just unbelievable. And Tommy was on there. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the immigration real quick. Let me check, check the stats here. There is no, us. Uh, Tommy always bringing the fire. What's up, Bishop? Hershey Highway guys is crazy. <laughs> Tommy is a fool, man. Tommy is a fool. Isn't that just called Metro? We used to call that Metro, yep. That, but they don't use that term anyway, anymore. It used to be, <laughs> come on. Our Vol says, and they did have jokes about that. You can say, call anybody coming across as gay. I'm not, I'm not good. I, Elijah does not come across as gay to me, but uh, this is, and not that it, not that there's anything wrong with that, not that it would matter. But uh, oh, this is great. We'll go back to the immigration just for a second. Bumbletron, people are crowdsourcing the bill. I haven't done any of my chat GPT research on it. Usually I dump it to PDF, then I go to AI PDF, this site that is so good. You upload it to the web, website, then you put it in chat GPT, and you can ask the bill questions. It's really, It doesn't even do the phantom stuff anymore. I don't know how. They've gotten really good. But Bumbletron, appreciate you. Bumbletron, friend of the show. On X says, this is page 213 of the Senate border bill, starting at line 7. There was this limit that we thought was a limit of – five to eight thousand daily soft limits but they said all illegals from non-contiguous countries so that means countries that don't border that's where most of them are coming from don't count towards the five to eight thousand kicks off limits there is no limits and then he has the receipts here he at me thank you bumble for that uh, you see the number of admissible aliens encountered at the southwest west land border. They put this in writing. Limitation aliens, as described in the subsection. That's why the chat GPT is so good because you can. it just kind of already goes to the sub. I used to do this manually. It would take forever. Uh, during the first calendar year and uh, implementation. So let me see if that does that part have it in there? here it is yeah he's talking about aliens described in the subsection from non-contiguous countries shall not be included in the calculating sum of aliens encountered my goodness they got they put a lot of booby traps that, that bill is like a pyramid indiana jones inside like you don't touch anything man that thing will a spear will come out and get you man that bill is a trap yeah what the f Bumbletron, that's breaking, that's huge news. I had no idea about that. Not only is there these soft limits, why are there these limits in the first place? The limiting factor for legal, not these aliens, for legal immigration should be the court, well, that's asylum. But let's say if somebody is coming to seek asylum and they do pass a real interview, they can't come in if they if they if they can't see a judge right away, like right then. That's the limiting factor. And even that would, could be problematic because these judges are crazy. But at least a judge would have to put their name on these people. We're really uh, So we're supposed to ask where they really came from? Yeah, but the funny thing is they're coming from Africa, China, they, they're not even coming from just South America. They're coming from all over the place. It's insane. But let me go to the Grammys, man. I actually liked the Grammys. The Grammys was actually kind of fire. As far as the clips, I didn't watch any of the programming, but I'm, I might watch it next next year. I mean, the Grammys used to be something where you didn't have internet and you know, we didn't have cell phones, you didn't have TikTok and all that stuff, and you would just watch it because that was the big thing on TV. That's not anymore. But if, they, if they're if they going to be authentic, if they're going to put people up there with talent, if they're going to really catch my attention in that way, oh, we're going to have prom. Tracy Chapman's iconic song Fast Car. And she performed live on the Grammys and it was just a moment.
7: I got a job that pays all our bills your friends and you your kids
1: And that and that was, I believe that's the um, nice and smooth Was that the um, sometimes I'm, I'm who Craig nice. It was that Craig Nice from back in the days. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme fast. I believe that was the sample. Man, and she looks what? How old is she? She looks amazing. What is her routine? What does she eat? Let me see what how old she is real quick. Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman is fifty nine years old. My goodness! So that we there was discussion about this about it being a lesbian anthem, and I and I'm like, so what? There's the song has nothing to do with that. In it, you can interpret it for, to be for LGBTQ. If you, that's fine, you can interpret art however you want. But there's nothing explicit in the song about that. And even if there was, who cares? It's a great song. Really, the song is more about you know trying to overcome hardships economic hardships and in that way and it's relatable to everyone you can or just hardships in general and you can use that if you're an lgbt person and you think there's hardships to overcome or you can use it for whatever else but it was people and you see that's why you see what happens is when there's something that's just beautiful this is the power of music it's one of the reasons i'm a big music fan when you play music it's for everyone and if you have a song like this that's apolitical and people can from all walks of life it's just it just i think what people it just feels weird that a lesbian or a non you know a right winger left winger whatever libertarian people can all come together and be like damn this was actually dope Driving. A great rendition! Uh, what a moment! And I, she blew up a little bit off off of that. Made a resurgence on the U.S. iTunes chart. I do topics like this on another channel. It's called Positive Plus Some. I'm not going to change that one to a middle maga. My other one is middle maga music, and then this one is you know obviously middle maga. Then I'm going to do middle maga for other ones, but that one's going to be no middle maga. It's funny I don't have mag in the title of the channel. And i don't know if this is related or not but you can go look at some of the videos on that channel i have 160 subscribers or something like that i get more views there than on this channel i don't know what that and obviously i'm the same person uploading them the same type of way same thumbnails so it is interesting but i'm going to put this on the positive plus um plus some channel Man, it was a vibe. I don't. I didn't see any clips of wokeness. I know you know people who are on the non woke side probably would have put them up there. I I didn't even see anything. They had the Jay Z moment, but just great to see Tracy Tracy Chap, Chapman. She performed that. That's Luke Combs there, and it led to the song securing the number one spot on iTunes. So people, this song is from '88, I believe, and people, you know, young people like, whoa, this is what music. Young people are like, whoa, is this what music sounds like? there you know you might be listening to used to Lil Nas X and then real music comes up and you're like whoa it just hits you in the face like a bucket of ice water oh where do I get that from what genre is this it's music genre that's what it is it's authentic music genre uh uh, Tracy Chapman's excellent also from the I believe this is from the Grammys I'm just seeing these clips and I'm like "Whoa! why am I enjoying this stuff and this is miley cyrus was this on the grammys i don't. yeah this was the grammys i think where she had that hairstyle she had a night now i this one is difficult for me because in a way because i remember miley cyrus as the little girl standing next to billy ray so when i look at her here that's how i see her i don't even look at her in any other type of way uh, but uh, she looks great here here's a little bit of her performance
7: I didn't want to fight, but we did, started to cry, then remembered, I just
1: won my first Grammy. She's dope. Uh, she's underrated to me. She reminds me of Lady Gaga in a way they do pop songs, but their actual talent is kind of underrated because the songs are kind of popish. but she, her, as a singer, I, I think she's more of an alto. She has more of the lower tones. She's raspy and has a lot she does a lot of that where the ad libs in the song she because she's that that talented this is i mean this is good it's just a straight up you know you you know who she reminds me of there she actually reminds me of tina turner right there i mean that might be blasphemous (laughs) i already lost my black card okay i don't know what you're gonna come for next but that's I, the outfit. It, it reminds me of Tina Turner. I don't know. Yeah, Taco agrees she's very talented. Old Joe says her a guitar and her voice, no auto tune. Uh, talking about Tracy Chapman. Yeah, then no auto tune needed. Uh, Bishop said people complaining about Jay Z, complaining about Beyonce not getting her due. <laughs> that was kind of funny because it made you. Everybody was thinking about Kanye. The Kanye. Well, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna let you finish, but that moment because it was basically the same thing but he just did it more professionally more more um uh, how long before how long was Miley's fall off I don't know how long was her fall off she's dope she's dope that hair, that hairstyle reminds me of like a take on the 80s but more refined i don't i don't know if i've ever seen a hairstyle like that so that was dope and it's yeah it's weird seeing these little i mean i remember her as a little kid i mean that's how i see her i I wasn't i mean how old is she she's just not that much younger than me but i remember looking at her maybe i was in high school or something and she was like a little kid yeah she's 31 so she's 15 years younger than me but um i'm just gonna to look to see if i could find a clip here i didn't have one prepared but i just wanted to see with her with when she, he used to bring her on stage so let's let me show this clip here so we look at miley i mean she was she's in peak We'll come back to that. She's in peak physical. I don't know what she's doing for her workout. She is during the winter months. your free tickets, call So let's see back. here. Billy Ray Cyrus and a young Miley. This is how I, Look at the young Billy Ray. Depressed country music singer. Billy Ray had the Sing the on one the hit wonder. World Icky, Breaky Heart." And having a country cruise mm-hmm. on the love boat." Oh, all That's all right. Miley Cyrus. Look at her. So that's why I don't even, I'm being completely, that's what I see when I see her. So I don't even look at her in any type of smut type way. I don't, if you do, that's fine. But um, I think, but look at the the physical condition. Look at the physique. I mean, that's peak physique. I'm sorry. That is impressive. Even regards, you know, you can't buy that. I mean, you can buy trainers and stuff, but you got, there's, you got to work for that. Look at the leg. I mean, that's impressive. She's showing it off too. That is peak physical shape for a woman. Undeniable. That's amazing. But that's a that's a moment, isn't it? Now I going crazy. The I mean the Grammys those are like really good moments. That's kind of like the Grammys used to have those moments all the time. Jason Bracy says, I think at one time Miley was sick was she not? I believe so. I think was it I, I don't let me not i don't know exactly what happened so let me not speculate i didn't prepare that but yeah i know what you're talking about i don't i never follow toby keith but rest in peace i don't know anything about toby keith uh, unfortunately i believe it was cancer we just found out i found out today that toby keith passed away so any toby keith fans uh, let me know what you think RIP toby keith from taco i never listened to toby keith That's one I just never got into, got into him. Stomach cancer, damn, damn. Far too young, what was he, 60 something? Let's go, let's look at the Toby Keith, uh, just as a a respect, Uh, I don't know much of Toby Keith. What song, if I'm gonna play a Toby Keith song, what song should I play? But um, let me just look at it. Another music, at least for many, music icon, legend, passing away toby keith music singer songwriter dies at 62 so that would mean i only have i only what am i 46 now i don't that would mean i only have 16 years left that's how i'm looking at these people dying now like okay he died at he died at 55 that's nine years left that's mm. toby keith the singer songwriter behind the 1993 country hit should have been a cowboy let's see if i know that Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't recognize it from the title, but let me just listen to it. Should have been a cowboy. Let's see. Nope. Sounds good, man. The voice sounds good on it. I, I wasn't playing it on air, but no, I'm not familiar with the song. One of his 20 number one singles and most played country song of the 90s died. Keith was inarguably, this is through the Tennessean, an artist and as inherently beloved as in Moore and Norman, Oklahoma as, wow, as Elvis Presley was in Mississippi and Dolly Parton in Pigeon Forge. I had no idea he was that big. Wow. As inherently beloved in Moore and Norman, Oklahoma. According to a statement on his website and social media accounts, Keith, who was diagnosed with stomach cancer, 2022 passed peacefully while surrounded by family he fought his fight with grace and courage so rest in peace to toby keith he had a good diet with who is that toby keith did a le 004 says tony toby keith did a private concert on mcb paris island when my husband was a di down there i'll never forget it played on an abandoned flight line, my son sat on my husband's shoulders. Good memories. Wow. So that's what those musicians—they give you, you. You remember certain car, concerts and memories. Just you know, when I think of Wu Tang, I think about going to work at Flood Rucker's, taking the bus in Cleveland, Ohio, in '96. I think I think that album came out with the Raekwon album came out in '95, but Wu Tang '93. But you know, I just think about. Nostalgic stuff like that. Erica Badu, around 2000. He had a good duet. Okay, duet with Willie Nelson. Okay, that's why Willie Nelson was probably trending. So, you know, sometimes it's late. I'm very late to the the party, and I can go back to the catalog of Toby Keith and and kind of check that out, for sure. Another positive moment for the RipaVerse MegaCon. I've checked with people who went to Megacon, and uh, it's over now. This was in Orlando, 2024. It just happened this past weekend, and it would sound like it was all love out there for Eric DeLye and the
0: Ripaverse. Let's go. And I wanted to just take some time to catch up with you all. Hands down, that was the most incredible experience I've ever had at a con. I was not scheduled to be there on Friday, yet there was still a line for me when I showed up. Now, Saturday, we had lines that went pillar to pillar the entire day. That Megacon staff now knows how much, you know, of a draw that we sort of have. And Damn,
1: look at that. Isn't that cool to see all the gear already? Man, this company, he just launched it. I mean, what was it, two years ago? Who would have thought two years ago Eric July launches based on this book right here? This is the original book. Right here is the original book. Who would have thought that that book would have launched, spawned all of this other stuff after it? I think it was two years ago. I mean, without, it couldn't have been more than that, right? And look at that. You've got people rocking, you got people in cosplay, you got people with the Yaira shirts. Re- look at them, everybody repping, man. That's, yeah, man, there's so much stuff going on and that's just a good, that's a feel good thing, man. Everybody's on peace with their comic books, talking about story writing and characters.
0: That's great stuff. I know is how much you know, of a draw that we sort of have. And we had like fire marshals having to address our lines multiple times. And shout out to our friends that also had meetups there such as Neurotic, Critical Drinker, Geeks and Gamers and Star Wars Theory. It was just all around awesome.
1: So they all kind of got together there on a panel. Jason Bracey says, yeah, July is fighting his battles. Don't know if he got through that lawsuit from the International School of Ministry. I actually do have another another website, another YouTube channel. Um, I'm starting to think I did too many YouTube channels. I'm starting to think that wasn't necessary, but you also can get it on middlemaga.com. You can do a search on middlemaga.com. I'm gonna have all the video, well, I have all, all the videos up on there. I don't have the whole back catalog, but I did a video literally on what happened to the Ripperverse lawsuit. This is through the Middle Maga Artificial Intelligence Network. And uh, maybe I'll play that. So Jason Bracey, I'll play that after I finish this video.
0: And uh, so you can get that update there. It's a short video. Awesome to see how much crossover there was between all of our audiences. Of course, the panels were just incredible. But I'd like to briefly talk about what I learned from Megacon. That, We've done meetups and panels before.
1: Before we go on, that was the unveiling of the new character, Chuck Dixon, uh, Joe Bennett, the Horseman. I'll talk about that in a second, too. And from
0: Megacon. We've done meetups and panels before, but the magnitude was amplified here. The collab panel with Gary, Jeremy, Ryan, Critical Drinker, and myself, of course, it packed a room that is dedicated for celebrities with these big announcements. This showed me that what we do, it's resonated with so many people. This audience, we still sort of underestimate it and the audience is actually growing as well. As for the Ripperverse, this was our first big con with a designated booth and what a way to set the tone. The Saskas had lines, Mike Barron had lines, so did I. Hearing the live feedback on our books, and seeing the excitement Look at that, that people have Let's for stop the that. upcoming ones.
1: That's a Braxwell cosplay. Don't, don't, don't tell me that that's like something special. We talk about special moments today from the Grammys to Ripperverse. A Braxwell cosplay. Braxwell doesn't even have his own book yet. Braxwell didn't even have a huge part in the Alpha Core. Very mysterious, almost like a Yaira type character with you, you want to know more. Braxwell cosplay. Damn, he must have been like, Man, that's crazy. Let's continue.
0: It's such a special feeling. I came out of this con motivated as ever and it's all due to the fans. It even more so puts things into perspective. We are a fan-driven company and we are nothing without you, which is why I prioritize trying to get to everybody. I'll sign as many books and take as many pictures as I can. One thing I've learned with this year's MegaCon is just how many young people are fans of the Ripperverse? I believe our initial fan base was largely made up of adults, that's to be expected. And of course it still is, but there's even more youngsters than I thought. By far, of the entire panel, this will stick with me for a long time. Nice shirt, yeah, right? Shut yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I have one
7: question. Out of all of the Ripperverse characters,
0: which one's your favorite? Oh, put me on the spot. perhaps the most important takeaway is the love that was shown all four days of the con were nothing but love top to bottom there were artists from artist alley they came over to our booth during their grind and they would come up they show portfolios have a chat with me and show just nothing but love others just wanted to come congratulate us and i believe this type of stuff is so important for creatives to do i know that social media
1: no politics at all Got people together, on peace, no politics. Culture.
0: Can be very divisive, but we have to understand that a lot of it is noise Mm -hmm. that's just concentrated in certain corners of the internet. It's not real life. If you want to really, truly see where you stand, just get out there and interact with people. You'll see the world for what it actually is. And I'll close with this. The thing that I heard from fans and creatives the most this past weekend, was to keep going and don't stop. You all have my word that we won't and we're just getting started. I look forward to more cons and getting out to meet with the people that changed my life and that's the fans. But I also have to give a big shout out to my team that really held it down this weekend. Brandon, Alex, Kara, and Carol. They were hustling the entire con, and it was just about flawless. I would not be in this position without having employees like them, and I value them so much. Again, shout out to everybody that showed up and showed so much love at this year's MegaCon. Like I just said, we're just getting started.
1: Great stuff there from Eric July. So I'll just leave it there since Jason said he's not too concerned about it. But uh, with the lawsuit update, they settled it out of court. So they settled it he can still use isom and because they're in different areas it's not like they had a comic book they're they're just uh, some type of ministry they're not in comic books what's the point of who cares if it's isom or your acronym is isom just got to work that out so that's all done i think online energy can flow to offline but then there's also stuff that's only online and I think that's what he's talking about. Like the the vitriol in that space, that's an online creator kind of cultivated thing. It's not a organic. It's not a grassroots. It's not something you're going to see at the MegaCon. Even if people don't like the book, they're not like, you know, angry at it. And they wouldn't be at that place at the show. Let's go to middlemaga.com. This website has been revamped. And uh, just to show you the new website, I'm going to make this bigger. Uh, so for the website here, we got the windows at the left that circle through the news. So you're going to see some of the most, I guess, the videos I want you to see, I put up there. And then you'll see trending and also the latest blogs. And right now, I do have one on Chuck Dixon and Horseman. Chuck Dixon unleashes Horseman on the in the Ripperverse a new era of heroics and this is the picture here of horseman so you're seeing it right now they got a new book this is the first one that eric july did not make it's the horseman um just the ink to paper picture of him the announcement that's what we saw a little clip in that video from eric july of Chuck Dixon's new project, a reverse graphic novel entitled Horseman, in collaboration with artist Joe Bennett, marks an exciting development in the realm of comic books. This is a middlemaga.com article known for his significant contributions to the Batman and Punisher series. These are things I had to research. I'm not that versed in Joe Bennett, and I'm just learning about them now. Including the creation of iconic villain Bane, Dixon's venture into the Ripperverse with Horseman promises to bring a fresh perspective to the superhero game. And here's what the actual book looks like. I mean, look at the cover. They already got the cover done. I think it's already written. They're already ready to go with it. So the next one coming is going to be Yaira. And Yaira's going to do, I think is going to do huge numbers. I don't want to jinx it by the numbers. I'll be I'll be honest with you and tell you after it happens whether he exceeded expectations or he didn't. Some of the criticism on this book, they said that this character looked like Batman. I don't know this Batman, never seen this Batman before. But it does kind of look like it, okay? But um, we'll see where they take it. Uh, I, I trust uh, Chuck Dixon and The Ripperverse. And then they also had a release of Chuck Dixon speaking about this. Uh, Chuck Dixon said this, just 47 seconds, to talk about his new project. So Ripperverse has given an avenue for a rioter like this to be able to get more exposure than he could anywhere else.
3: Joe Bennett had this idea and uh, he presented it to me and he said what the Ripperverse really needs is a, is a street-level crime-fighting character, a guy without any superpowers, self-made man. And so Joe and I together created The Horseman and we presented the idea to Eric and thank God he liked it. because <laughs> So we're creating a, a one-shot presenting The Horseman Uh, Just super action, the way only Joe Bennett can deliver it. And uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun, I promise.
1: I like that. So you can see each book has a different vibe. You know, I'm a big fan and supporter of Eric July and the Ripperverse. Taco says Tim Pool was right about fighting woke bullshit with new culture. He absolutely was right with that. Tim Pool's doing that with his coffee shops. I think he has a date already. I still haven't signed up for the Tim Pool Discord. I I got to. I I mean, I just haven't haven't had time, haven't done it. But he's going to be doing the coffee shop stuff, and uh, you know, I might I might take a trip down there after he opens it up. Mike has bad knees. Says Ripperverse is becoming a true publisher, not just merch for Eric the YouTuber. Yes, it's exciting. I see Mike has bad knees in his in Eric's lives all the time. It's exciting to see something growing from ground level. Yeah, I've never been a part of any, you know, as far as like a consumer, a part of anything like this. I'm trying to think literally from ground level and it's coming quickly. He's already got animation. He's got, you know, people waiting in line at the the comic book kind of conferences. I mean, that's, I would, I would have never guessed that would have happened uh, if you would have told me that this quickly. Not, I'm not surprised it's happening, but I would have said probably five years. some some stupid like that. But nowadays you don't need five years and no advertising. Very, very, very impressive. Uh, Going, uh, looking on here, nothing happened. Let me, I wanna give a shout out to YouTuber, friend of show, I've got to hit River up, see if she's interested in back. She hasn't been on since we were talking about, we were talking about Bill Clinton's uh, child, his bastard child basically uh that i remember that conversation we were talking about um palestine i think we we're talking about east palestine or in ohio and stuff like that I haven't had her on in a minute but here she is i was in her live so i wanted to give her a shout out I played a clip from right left of center and let me try to get the i'm just going to share this video so you can sub to her channel uh, let's get her some subs it's hard it's hard to get subs out here especially depending on what your politics are so it's liberty bell is her channel i still call it right left of center but um here we go and they're talk this is going to be about the staffer so uh there will be some a little bit um there's gonna be some stuff here Oh, uh, so
3: speaking of speaking of actual shit, um We talked about the senator's aide who was spreading AIDS in the in the Senate uh, meeting room, right? The uh, the Uh, the young one that was dressed as the donkey or the one that was dressed as the rhino. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the the uh, the senator's aide in question that was getting rogered in the hearing room. Capitol Police have determined. They will not charge Democrat aide who made viral gay sex tape on the city hearing room floor. Suspect, uh, suspects refused to speak with investigators despite there being no evidence
1: of a crime police reveal. <laughs> That's not- we. I, I didn't want to start the year off showing gay prawn, but we did. But if I'm going to have to see, and I don't have to, but I'm following the news, if I'm going to have to see gay prawn, you damn bear better not tell me there's no evidence. What am I watching then if there's no evidence? What am I looking at? No evidence of a crime. So really, you can... Uh... Oh,
3: it's a public place, correct? Uh, well, it's a public building. Yeah. Uh, they have sex there. That in itself is against the law. Hold on, hold on. This is a victim shaming. Somebody this said, is holding people responsible for their decisions. Vince McMahon may be a sick son of a bitch, but she's a grown-ass woman. She understood what she was getting into. Yeah, And I'm not victim blaming her at all. I'm just mocking her for her poor choices.
1: So, no. If, if So the comment here, just to show you, it's kind of hard to see. There's a comment on their live that says, "This is why I will never vote for the Republican Party." This kind of victim shaming. This is going back to the Vince McMahon stuff. For did not she did not ask for Vince McMahon to do what he did? Uh, I haven't actually really talked about that topic.
3: People cannot handle accountability. Then they're not adults.
7: He
3: is I, right.
1: Look if he did what he's accused of somebody i i did not look into i did not look into that headline other than the unfortunate with the dildos uh he was doing some stuff uh naming them after black uh, this is allegedly naming them after black wrestlers and then we were I, I was online we were joking about what did he name each one of them but uh, I I don't I don't know what happened with the victim side of it. I did not do research, and I'm going to pass on that one for right now.
3: I knew she did something. I didn't know what she yeah was, um, whatever happened. I knew she was running. Yeah, but uh, uh, yes, Mina. That's pretty much yeah. It, 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 let's not call her a prostitute. She's sex in the city hearing room was exposed. States a possible criminal charged after his X-rated clip swept the internet. The Capitol police were investigating the uh, explicit incident which occurred in the same room where Supreme Court justice nominees were grilled by Senators. <laughs> uh, but announced their- It's hard to talk about this without unintended puns. Thursday was closing the investigation. For now, we're closing the investigation to the facts and circumstances surrounding the sex video that was recorded inside the Hart Senate office building on the morning of Wednesday, December thirteenth. Capitol Police wrote in a statement. Investigated was closed. Do there be no evidence of a crime was committed spied the act being a violation of congressional policy because the aide had access to the community room. And here's a picture of this a wonderful, outstanding individual. Um, hmm. Judge away. Judge away. Judge away. Um, and there he is. Um, yes, Isn't uh, that the guy who got caught? Sorry. So here's
1: my takeaway from it is this is a cover-up. We don't know how deep this goes. Jeez, I can't. I'm not talking about this anymore. I can't I can't even talk about it without I'm gonna get clowned for these. I was not even intending to do a pun. My takeaway from it is there's more to the story. Let's we'll move on. So it, Mike has that and he says, so it is against the law to have butt sex in the Senate. Um I'll have to look at the exact uh, issues there. I know, see, you're getting into in the capital you're getting into almost legislative type of is it the house is pr- you know prerogative i don't know the exact laws there but to say that there's no evidence of something is is interesting that's an interesting way <laughs> I'm, a, I'm out of this i'm getting out of here mike has bad knees says we know it goes around six inches deep no no we're i'm out i'm out guys that's not no i'm not out for the show but i'm out i'm out for that topic Let's let's get it. to I, This one is going to be I think I'm going to clip this up as another one of the uh rants that I clip up to music. This is a concerned parent and I just I just love the energy when people don't you know they're not afraid to step up to the mic and and speak the truth.
7: Hello everyone. Um I've been coming here for 5 years now and I was going to talk to you about some practical things that I thought you could change about 3210. But I've changed my mind um, I've been really confused over the last five years as to why we spend 45 minutes to an hour of every public meeting talking about how great everyone is and how great everything is in the schools and now I figured it out I have figured it out because all these people came here to defend you all from hurtful words this is obnoxious let me just say there is one goal for the educational system It should be to prepare children to enter careers to be productive members of society it is not a counseling session it is not a self-help area it is not somewhere to find yourself and we should not be led by the children for goodness sake the children are called dependents for a reason they depend on us who have fully developed brains you cannot feel your way through life the issues that we are talking about we are bringing you statistics we are talking about scholastics. we are talking about funding we are talking about busing. We are talking about trying to figure out how to make our children be as successful as possible. And I am sure that that is your goal. And what we have been called tonight is what they're claiming that we're saying to children. We're having an adult conversation. There are not children in this room. We aren't going into the schools and calling them names. They call us Marxists and hateful and bigots and everything else under the sun. Well, let me tell you. Less than 5% of the entire population of North Carolina identifies as LGBTQ. You guys all claim you want democracy. Well, you know what democracy is? It's the majority plus one. It's 50 plus one. You know what? More than 50% of the people in this state claim that they believe in God, almighty God who made us male and female. God who made marriage between a man and a woman. God who said that we must protect our children. The fact that we can stand up here and we know, we can brag about all of the wonderful graduations, but we know, we know the statistics, 50% of children did not pass their end of grade tests. What are we celebrating? We have, we have children coming up here telling us how horrible the mental health crisis is. Why? Most of us went to public school, and all of our our peers are not in mental health crises. We have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to our children? I'm going to say, we are discussing things with them that they are not emotionally, intellectually, and morally able to handle. That is what is causing the anxiety. That is what is causing the depression. That is what is causing the confusion. We need our children to be able to be children, to be able to be innocent, to be able to enjoy childhood, Not know all of the drama and all of the difficulties in adult life. That is what we want. We want our children to be able to read and write and to think for themselves. And we demand that the children who fear God are protected in your school.
1: Yes, ma'am. And uh, let me see where that was. I don't know the context of where that was. I'll have to clean up the audio. See if I can clean up the audio on that one. Let's see here. I just said, This mother is amazing. And I don't know. I don't know exactly where this was, but I just thought it was a great rant. That in that rant, and I actually will end on this topic here. In that rant, she talked about God made man and woman, and God is undefeated. And I think a couple of women found that out. This is a viral video. Luke Rudkowski made this go viral. Somebody else posted it, but Luke got over fourteen million views off of this. Chile Chile decided to highlight an all-women's SWAT team for international competition. So we're going to end the show on getting some laughs off of women. <laughs> but it's really not off of women. It's off of people who just, uh, it, they possibly, I'm not, I don't know what their positions are, but possibly don't respect biology. Let's take a look at it. This competition in the UAE, and it went exactly how you thought it would. Here's the women SWAT team, everybody. They're gonna save you.
7: Vamos, vamos.
1: (laughs) They're off and running. Now, of course, there are women that are stronger than men, stronger than me. But in general, men, uh, women are not made, designed to do these type of activities better than men. It's just that's just a biological fact. And this looks like. Really. Revenge of the Nerds or too Police deep, Academy or, or something. <laughs> oh. If you're just listening, there's women on a zip line oh. Oh. over a body of water and they don't they don't have the upper body strength. They don't have the, the momentum. They're too day. heavy. They're not meant uh, to do this. And they're finding out well, the hard way.
6: They
5: are stuck in the middle of that zip line.
1: There's play by play.
5: If you fall in the ice bath, you have to go back. To the beginning of if the you fall in,
1: to in the again, ice bath, so I'm assuming it's cold, you have to go all the way back. So they're just hanging on because they don't want to go into that ice bath. Because they should just drop on purpose at this point. They're just hanging there, they're not moving, they need to get from one platform to the other. One person is not gonna kick them in the back to get them there. Who's gonna fall into the ice bath? <laughs> they're just hanging there. And then they're going to fall. And then, as you thought, their arms are getting tired. And it's a wrap. Splash. Oh,
5: oh. <laughs> Three team members in the drink.
1: Oh, man.
5: Oh, It's not like uh, you and I. I didn't know they did so these type of events. Up. This is
1: actually pretty cool. They're still above the water at this point. And one person got across six minutes. I fast forwarded about six minutes into the video. People thought it was fascinating. People thought it was funny. 14. I didn't think it would get 14 million views, but it blew up. Yeah, it must be, I, I agree. Legit uh, Ali004 said, this is hilarious. Legit Police Academy movie remake. It was that the movie? That was a fun, that was a funny movie from back in the way, back in the day. Jason said, wow, it must be harder than it looks. Yeah, it does look like it's harder than it looks. They're they don't have the physique, they don't have the they you could tell and that's that's not a diss that's understanding that if you don't believe in God, then you probably don't believe in gender, you know strengths and weaknesses. So yeah, you got to start over. you gotta you you know what you have to start over with is your philosophy. not them. they might just be competing, but it just shows you proof, I think that you don't have women box with men, you don't have women you don't have men box with women you don't have men i saw a video with men playing volleyball with women pretending to be women so now they get the shorter net and they're tall somebody got hurt in it it's just biology (laughs) old joe said wasn't there a fat guy recently that fought off four female cops and escaped there was a guy i saw i didn't see a fat guy i saw just a normal built black dude who just He didn't even really fight them off. He just kind of brushed them off like they were like a flea on his shoulder or something like that and just ran away. They did eventually get him, but that was in Chicago, I believe. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I've uh, got this every week, 2 p.m. Eastern. We're going to do a big and uh, visit the website for all these little clips and stuff because I can only put so much on YouTube. But I'm um, going to do articles. And so what I do is I have time. I just kind of do a quick... Summary article, maybe a little bit of opinion. Good luck, humans. Hashtag, that's a great way to end. Jason Bracey, appreciate you coming by. I'm going to be out. Peace.